Hello and welcome to the Almost Enlightened Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Morin, and I have another host with me today. And a guest, too. A host and a guest. That would be my son, Noah Morin. Noah, how are you? Good. How are you? Oh, I'm really well, thanks. This is a great day. Yeah. It's a real honor to sit down with you and do a podcast together. Yeah, Life at Seven, finally! <laughs> so, for those of you that know, um, this is the second time I've interviewed Noah. You heard him before at Life at, at Six. Six. That would have been the last podcast, recorded in 2021. And Noah's been asking me now for a couple of months, Dad... We need to do life at 7. I'm going to be getting older now. My birthday's January 18th. Right. His birthday's coming up in a few months. Yeah. And he won't yeah. be 7 anymore. So we have to record an episode and call yeah. it Life at 7, don't I'll we? I'll be too old for that. That's right. We can't go back and record Life at 7 once you're 8. Nah. No, we can't I do wish. that. Right. I wish I can go back to be 2. <laughs> you do. You probably still, don't, I do I still like the now. I mean... Yeah. Yeah, probably. absolutely. So, Noah, welcome to this podcast episode, Life at Seven. And I guess what we're going to do is kind of follow the same format that we did last time, which is I don't have any questions prepared for you. Yeah, by the way, we're completely blind. We're just, I just like, we just came upstairs like, hey, why don't we do the podcast right now before I go to bed? We're like, sure, we just came back from some beautiful fresh pomegranate. We're just like, why don't we just do a podcast right now? Why right. not? Okay. And here we are right now doing the podcast. Well, let's just wing it then. Right. You know, I like to say by the seat of our pants. <laughs> yeah, have you ever heard that expression before? No. Doing but... something by the seat of your pants? It sounds cool. Yeah, it means just going for it. I don't I don't really know where the expression comes from, by the seat of your pants. I don't know. I can't even really guess it or by reason for it. By the seat of your pants, by the seat of like but they get your butt on the chair so you can do stuff. Well, funny enough, I have a business partner uh, in one of my businesses and she always says to me um, the trick to writing a book is to apply the seat of the pants to the seat of the chair, you which know, means you got to put your butt in the chair to do the work. That's what she means. That is one good aspirational quote. Yeah, aspirational quote. You like that one? <laughs> awesome. Fun. Yeah. So we're going to wing it today, right? We're just going to have some fun. I'm going to ask you some questions. You might ask me some questions as well. Yeah. And we'll engage in some fun dialogue, not knowing what we're going to be speaking about. Yeah. Well, why don't we start like Actually, this? Actually, this yeah. is the third episode. We've done Ooh. Life at Six, and then we did part of the camping trip, which I was in, with the last part. Were you in that one? Yeah, for the first Algonquin trip. Oh, I was my in that one. gosh, I, I yeah. totally forgot that. We so talked th about that. This is my third time interviewing <laughs> you for a podcast. Yeah. You're, this must be easy. Like, there's no nerves anymore. You're not nervous, are you? a bit nervous you know you never know what's gonna happen but i'm not like oh my god what's gonna happen yes no 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 it's good you, you like really I got that feeling in my body we're like ooh, but like like it's fun is I'm it possible fun right, right and is it possible that feeling is excitement instead of nervousness kind of like you know where you're going somewhere and you just have that feeling in your body like you don't really know how to explain it so i'm like fear but it's just like something in your body that's just like Ugh. Is it really an know. energy or is that it's, what it's it is? It's almost like an energy, yeah. Okay. I, I don't know how to explain it. It's like, it's weird. Let's talk about that energy. What, in what circumstances do you feel that energy going through your body? It's almost like, it's not scared, but it's like almost like a feeling like, whoa, I don't know what's going to happen. Like, it's almost like a feeling of, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm going into this new thing, almost. Like, I don't know. Ah, so you feel something when you go into something new, when like, you're perhaps in the unknown? Like, let's say I'm a happy thing, and then I get there, and I have that feeling in my body, and I'm just like, you know? Wow, okay. Um, I was going to say that, is that perhaps the feeling of the unknown? Like, is there an electricity or a feeling that, that sort of courses through your body when you're in the unknown, when you don't know what's going to happen? It's possible. Yeah? I mean, I don't, I'm no space scientist or anything, so um, I don't know, but... It's possible. Yeah, I, I guess so. I mean, that's interesting. I'm, I'm trying to think of my own experiences. You know, when I go into something totally new and unforeseen and I don't know what it's going to be like, I, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking there's like an anticipation. There's, a, there's an excitement, you know, for what's about to come. Um, do you ever find that when you're doing something all those feelings kind of disappear? Like as we're doing this right now, yeah. are you in the moment? Yeah, like it's just kind of fading away at some point, and you're just like kind of, you're in the moment, you're just having fun, like, eh, it's almost like your first day of school at recess, like, oh, my parents aren't here, but like, eh, I'm having fun, am I gonna die? 
probably not, so I'm going to make the best of it. Right, right. Hey, so you just mentioned school. Seems like an appropriate topic. Uh, you're back in school now. What grade are you in? Grade two. Grade two. And how do you like grade two compared to grade one? I say they're both fun. Yeah? Okay. There's it... different challenges to it, you know, but I would say it's enjoyable. Okay. And what are some of those challenges that you face right now? What are you, uh, you looking at my kombucha? Yeah. Ooh, looks tasty, doesn't it? Would you like a sip? Sure. Okay. Sharing is caring, my friends. It is indeed. So talk to me a little bit about um, the challenges in grade two. How are the challenges different from the ones that you face in grade one? I think they're fun, you know, like you got the, oh, this is kind of hard, but they're fun. You know, I got a lot more tests, which they're not hard. They're fun. Like I... I, I mean, I'm not very happy when I feel like I get a lot of them wrong. I mean, I certainly don't love it, but hey, I know where I'm at. I know what I can do better. So it's I fun. see. Are you constantly striving to improve? Um, no. Okay. But one of my goals of the year is to get on a test in A. I don't know how it works in grade two of right now, but last year I've been getting B pluses. I'm still very proud of that. I'm not mad, but <laughs> my goal is to get an A, so... I don't know. What will that mean for you when you get an A? What does that represent? I would say goal, time, dedication. That's what it represents? And so is there a feeling that that uh, accompanies um, getting an A? I mean, I would say, like, you know, like, let's say you've been doing a trick shot. You've been trying to do a trick shot and make it really clean. Like, let's say you're doing basketball. Okay. If those um, people that don't do sports at all don't know what a swish is, a swish is when you get the ball in without touching the rim. Let's say you've never got a swish before. You keep shooting, and you finally get a swish. You know that feeling like? An that accomplishment? That took a long time. Yay. Uh, I did that. Ah. So when you are aiming for an A then, what you're really aiming for is the feeling of accomplishment. Yeah. Ah, I see. I mean, I'm, I don't like love it, but like I don't really like the feeling of when you don't accomplish something. Let's say you're doing that and you get an F. I don't like getting an F. That means I haven't been good in class. I don't like that. Right. I like to get at least a B plus because I want to be a good student doesn't mean I would change myself if I was bad, but I want to be good enough that I'm not just a very bad and not very nice student. I would like to be a student that's normal. Like, not like I need to be like everybody else, but you know what I mean? I, I do kind of know what you mean. Um, let me ask you a question about, about that. What would be the advantages to being a great student or being a good student and getting great marks? I mean, I wouldn't say I have to be the best in the world, okay. but just to be good enough that like, hey, I'm a good person. I don't have to be lucky, but as long as I'm normal, mature enough, and just fun, I would consider that an A to me. I would say I'm proud of myself. I've done all of this to be good. Because you tried, because you feel good, because the effort was there, because you made an accomplishment, like for all those yeah, reasons? I have the decision. I can either be a good student or I can be a disrespectful and bad student. So uh-huh. I'm going to choose to do the best because I know I can do it. Right. Sometimes I push my boundaries, see what else I can do. Sometimes but you push what? Sometimes I push my boundaries and see what boundaries. I can do. Ah, I see. Can you give me an example of other places in life where you're pushing, where you're trying to accomplish things, where you're expanding or improving? Um, what did you say again? Can you give me an example of other places in life beyond school where you're pushing the boundaries, where you're attempting to improve at something? Like every second of the day. <laughs> really? Okay. So in all the things you do, I like I mean like eating, like drinking water or or well, not like everything, but like you're always trying to improve in something. Okay. Like you're always like you're trying to improve with money. I'm trying to improve with I don't know. Like there's there's always something. Like back to the topic of there's always something. There's always something. There can be anything, but I would say there's always something that you're progressing on. Something that you're doing better. My brain is getting smarter and smarter every second of the day. Because hmm. I am taking more information to study in my mind. Mm, interesting. Okay, let me talk to you about two things that come to mind when you talk about some of the, when you provide some of the answers that you've just provided. Okay. Um, 
One is, um, I would like to know about this progression of yours. Um, I have a feeling, and I, I, I've thought for a little while, that one of our missions on this earth uh, as human beings is to be exploring, to be expanding, to be growing. Would you agree with that at all? Would you feel that this is something that is natural in us, part of us? Yeah. You would? I think we're naturally born to love, to be loving, to love stuff. I love you. I love my parents. I love everybody that's watching. I love nature. I love every piece of earth that provided my life so I can live this beautiful life. Mm -hmm. I am always loving. That's why I think everybody's grown up medic, um, I don't know, in their DNA to love stuff. Mm. You are made. You should be grateful. Just like people, let's say, that are littering. You should be treating the earth good, considering how much it's done for you. It's giving you food. It's giving you vegetables. It's made you a life. Mm. If we didn't have this, we would not be here right now talking about this podcast. Mm. Like, you have to be grateful. You can't... I mean, the earth is a living thing. It's not like a person. But you can't just disrespect it for how much of it's done to you. It literally gave you a life. Mm. So I see. I just say I should respect the earth and not just be ripping leaves all over the place. I see. So, so that concept then of ever expanding, you kind of turned that into love that's ever expressing. Yeah, right? almost As a, like, right? remember when you killed that bug yesterday? <laughs> I do. Let's talk I about, let's, that. let's talk about that for a couple of seconds. All right. So why don't we explain the story? Why don't you explain the story? Yeah. So I was going to bed. I go up the ladder into my loft bed, not to flex, pretty cool. But um, <laughs> go on top. I see this thing like, hey, I mean, I'm not really scared of it, but you mind if you like take it out? And I hate killing things. Like, I am so, like, if somebody comes up and just steps on a fly, like, that actually hurts me. Like, I'm very loving to bugs and stuff, even though I don't like them. Like, we don't kill spiders. Like, we've not. And I go up. He kills it. I get really mad. I start crying. And um, I just go to bed. You know, I'm just like, life goes on and on. You know, you Mm -hmm. get those bad things, you get those good things. Like, 15 minutes later, you come up, you're like, hey, I think you were right. I will never do that again. I will never kill a bug in my house again. That was like, I was still a bit mad that you did that, but I was very proud of you and happy that you're like, I will never do that again. Like, that was really, like, good. That was a good feeling that you felt. And that night after you told me that, I almost started crying again. How come? the bug, because it just made me think of it. Mm. And, like, how you were like, you felt pain, and I'm like, that pain just got right back to my heart. And I'm like, mm. Mm. So let me talk for a couple of seconds, if you will. You mind if I say a few words? Yep. So I, I guess what I want to say is that, uh, first of all, I'll say this to you. Um, I'm very appreciative that in life, no matter how old you are, there's something to be learned from everybody. There's still mistakes. Right? It, it, well, still mistakes. Yeah, that's one thing. But you can always learn from other people. Always. There, there's no... It's not that older people yeah. know way more I and they teach, teach the younger people. There's no I, I hierarchy. I still teach adult stuff. I still teach everything stuff. So it's I w- not just me. I wouldn't say I'm smarter than everybody. I would say... I'm a little bit less mature in some ways, but if you really did the science on it, we are exactly the same versus smartness, but we know so many more different things about different things. You might know about better things to know about, but I still know about stuff. (laughs) Well, I I guess what I wanted to say is that... Like, you know how to drive a car. I know how to ride a bike, you know? (laughs) Yes, yes, I do. (laughs) I do know that. Well, I I just want to point out that I'm very grateful for that lesson that you taught me that came from you. And after I did kill that bug, I was not too happy with myself. And your tears... I could feel those tears, right? So the same way that you felt the bug, that you felt the death of the bug, I felt your pain, your suffering. And I guess because you felt the suffering of the bug, right? This whole life force being extinguished, 
I could feel it through you. So in my mind, there's no difference. There's no delineation between all of those things. Like it's a continuation. Yeah. And so in essence, the energy that came from that bug and my decision to squish it and, and get rid of it was moved through you and then hit me. And I was downstairs and I thought to myself, I'm going to go upstairs and I'm going to go speak to Noah for a couple of minutes. And that's when I came yeah. up to speak with you. And I told you, look, Noah, I don't think I was right about that. I think your opinion was correct. I think that every creature on the planet has a right to be here. The bug didn't um, break into our house maliciously. It wasn't like, oh, God, I'm going to go into Noah's room and bug the crap out of him, right? Um, the, 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 the bug naturally got into our house. It's as much its home as it is our home. It doesn't know, just like the raccoons that go on our roof. Right. They don't know. I don't like it. It has no idea. It just almost like me. Let's say I don't know. I go up. I walk around. Sometimes I don't know. I'll s step on an ant. I don't know. There's just like, I don't really know how to explain it. Like, I'm sure there's an exclamation. I just can't think of it now. We're like, you do stuff all the time that you don't know that either hurts people or hurts something. Like, not like you need to fix it. Like, oh my God, I need to be so aware of what I'm doing. But there's always something that you have no idea that you're doing. Yeah, you have an impact everywhere you go, right? Your yeah. your your energy, your your decisions, your movements, they impact, they resonate, right? They resonate all over the place. So I just want to finish that story off by saying that um, when I came up and, and, and said to you, look, I think you're right. Um, the point I want to make is that oftentimes kids see things in a different way that we than we do. Yeah, and, and that makes me think of this. <laughs> I don't always believe in spirits. I like watching videos about spirits. I find them interesting. And I've seen a lot of, like, research about this. Not really. But, like, I heard, like, babies can see, like, spirits. It might be possible. Like, I've heard stories of, like, little kids waving to like people on the stairs and saying like who's that well let's get into that in just a second I, i've been trying to finish this one yeah, no, part no. off so I'm let sorry. me just finish I'm this sorry. last part off <laughs> i just want to say that that if we're open to learning from everything from anything then the, the lessons come fast and furiously and so really that was a beautiful moment for me as difficult as it was for you and as difficult as it was for me in my realization that I had done something that didn't resonate in my heart. Yeah. And I got to be, you know, I got to be honest, like I don't really kill bugs. I, I always try and yeah. trap them and put them outside. Like we, we've been doing that for yeah. months with spiders, right? We trap them. We go put them outside. And Backstory, they keep coming into our house. I don't know why. Well, I need spiders, to call the insurance company. <laughs> spiders are, are going to make their way anywhere. Um, and this one here, I got a little lazy. I, I saw it and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's the end of the night. It's this tiny little bug. I don't want to go downstairs um, and get the catcher. Yeah. And, and that was laziness. Like I, I really yeah. should not have done that. So anyways, <laughs> the, the, the moral of the story, it's there's so many- like me, like- I don't want to go upstairs to brush my teeth now, but like, it's not laziness. It's five steps. Right. I can do it. I'm not going to die. Right. Um, so anyhow, I guess I'm thankful. It was an awesome lesson. Um, and I, I really, I, I mean it. I don't think that I will ever kill another bug deliberately. Yeah. I, I don't think so. I, I can <laughs> honestly tell you that. That's a good decision. Um, I think so too. It, it was a cool decision. Now, a couple of seconds ago, you were talking about videos that that make you, uh, that, that you've been that looking at, that you've that. been researching. Yeah. And you're talking about spirits and seeing spirits. Now- I, I haven't experienced any paranormal stuff yet. I was going to ask you that. However, you do see colors around people, yeah. right? Like I you see colors. Thing, yeah. I've always felt like Almost like this other guy that I watched that does the um, hunting, fake ghost hunting. I don't really know what to call it. Okay. But I've, just like him, I've always feels like there's something attached to me. What do you mean by that? Like a spirit that just stays with me, that's just always with my energy. So elaborate like, on almost that. Like it's what, does in it my feel, what does it feel like? I don't know. It just always feels like there's an awareness around me. You're almost like an energy that just is with me all the time. Okay. I don't know. Could it possibly be your essence? Like I don't like know. like the the real you behind this physical body? Like is that possible? 
don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. That's why I'm asking you. Yeah. So I was going to say, you may not have had a paranormal uh, experience yeah, like the ones you've seen that, in the yeah. videos. However, you've told me, and we've talked about this before. The colors that I see. You see people. colors around people when you look at them. Yeah. So if you really think about it, I can't see them at all. But in my mind, they're around you. Okay. Like, I can't see it. Like, if I look right now, okay. I, like, I seriously can't see it. Okay. But it's there. I okay. can't see it, but it's there. Okay, so... I just know that it's there. Well, let's do this right now, then. Look yeah. at me okay. and tell me, you know, what you see or rather what you feel in terms of my color. Yeah. Or colors. I'm going to say you're kind of green and blue. Like, kind of flashing. Not like flashing, but like you're green and blue outside. Do those colors mean anything to you? Do those colors feel a certain way? I would say... I haven't really done experiments on that, but I don't really know what they mean. I just kind of see them and I'm like, hey, this is what color you are. But I will start paying attention to that and kind of seeing what it means. But so far, I think blue means happiness or almost like you're doing something and you're loving with the family or something, almost like that. Like, we've got everybody. You can't see my mom's down here. She's like, ah, I'm going to listen to you guys. I think she's taking a nap right now. Well, if, you, if you were to look at her right now, what color is she? <laughs> hmm. She is purple. Purple and blue. She's purple and blue, hey? Yep. Okay. And can you see your own colors? I actually can't. I, can, I cannot see my own colors, sadly. Ah, okay. Interesting. And are you... Um, okay, yeah. I, I find that interesting. We've done this experiment, and I will tell you um, who are listening right now or who are watching this video that we're recording, um, I'm not always blue. I'm not always green. Oftentimes, Noah will tell me that I've never he sees... Seen, uh, I've actually, no joke, I've actually never seen someone that's green before. Ah, really? This is the first, yeah. Interesting. Oh, okay. So Noah, you 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 see a lot of yellow. Like I I know you I see a lot of yellow, purples and blues. That's the most common one, I would say. Okay. I also see like almost like pink sometimes. Sometimes. Okay. Excuse me. Burped. What? <laughs> <laughs> so you see uh, yellows, blues, purples, sometimes pink every once in a while. Yeah. Um yeah. That's cool. That's cool. All right. So let's keep on rocking and rolling. What else interests you these days? What uh, is just, what do you love these days? Sports. Basketball. Yeah, you love basketball? Yeah. yeah I, I really do like that. I, that's like, I'm really, yeah. Yes. But, hashtag, I'll probably get a, another um, episode about skating. I am dead serious. I am so excited to get back to skating this year. Uh-huh. I want to start early, like seriously, I want to start doing it Ice soon. Ice skating, right? Yeah. Cool, it yeah. Just, it's so fun, I just love doing it. It's so, there's always something new to try. Cool. It's well, so challenging, like sometimes you really do get mad when you can't do something, but I just think it's so fun, there's so much stuff to experience when you're skating. And it's a good feeling, isn't it? Like yeah, moving and gliding and... Um, I, I enjoy it a lot and, and we kind of have fun when we go, right? Like yeah. normally there's not too many people on the ice. We get most of the ice to ourselves and we Skate have a lot around. of fun. Yeah. One backstory though, last year we were doing a stick and puck. We were going to do a stick and puck like three times in a row. We couldn't go first time we come, didn't read the time right. Second time was only to, to like youth to, I don't know, 18 or something. And I'm like... For the love of God, let me get in the ice rink. I know. Like, we got wrong time. I literally only have, like, five minutes. I'm like, God, I like this place. I would skate here, but, like, seriously. I, know. I we, was so mad in that moment. I was just like, oh, let me play. We were unlucky there, weren't we? Yeah, we were. We were extremely unlucky. Um, okay, anything else that you would like to talk about? Is there Are there any subjects that you think would be interesting to discuss? You see... I would say start talking about something, and then I would say something's probably going to pop up to my mind. Yep, and then this next topic. Well, let me ask you about this. Um, you love to sing. I do. You love to sing. and I'm you... working on the shyness of that. I don't, I don't normally sing to people. I've only sang in front of um, like a video once, which was not my best singing. I've learned to now open my mouth and not sing like to me. Okay. So, yeah. Well, it, what's really cool about your singing, Noah, and that's something that I appreciate about your singing, is that almost every night you go to sleep, 
you always ask us, hey, can I sing in bed? Yeah. And we always say, of course you can. Like, we well, love it when you sing. Sometimes it's late. Yeah, I mean, sometimes I'll get, it's I'll late. I get a little yeah. mad and then. But, but it's not the end of the world. But you sing almost every single night. And are there songs right now that you love singing? Um, yeah. And do you what what makes you choose the songs, uh, the specific songs that you're singing? Is it like I love the words; they mean so much to I me, like or is it the, more that I like the, the flow, I like the story, because some some of them I have experience of what it is, and I just like the story. I like the flow. I like the way the song's built. Okay. I like the way how fun it is to sing it. Like there's one song that has a fast part, and that part really is fun too to just go with the flow and really it's not like really fast. it's not that fast but it's still pretty fast and it's just so fun to just i really like singing there's so much stuff to work on it's i just i find it fun i mean i know professional singer i'm certainly not the best in the world like i'm definitely not the best but to me when i sing i feel like i'm better but like i like that sound you know i like when i sing i just find singing kind of fun did you know that I used to sing like yeah, you a used lot, to sing a opera. lot, a lot opera, pop music, rock and roll you music? Sing, you used to sing pop? Oh yeah, yeah, I did. I used to play uh, nice. guitar and sing in bands and tour around Ontario, and uh, and play music. So yeah, that's that. I used to love doing that. So it's it's interesting to me that you enjoy doing that. Do you think yeah. that some of the things you enjoy doing are because it's kind of in your genes, like not the in genes you wear in your DNA? Yeah. Do you do you feel that sometimes you inherit these types of traits or these types of loves? I don't know. I would say almost like a try you love it. I started playing basketball. I'm like, yep, I'm doing this. It's fun. This is like my thing. So I don't know if you guys know, but there's a movie called Soul. And it's talking about getting your spark so you can go back to Earth. Mm. And almost like that, like, I find one of my sparks. This is what I'm doing for part of my life. Mm. A couple of seconds ago, you were talking about a song. And there's a song that has a really fast part that's a lot of it's fun to sing. Yeah. Um, what song is that one? It is called Understand. Understand. Who's it by? Do you know? It is by Boy With Uke. Boy With Uke? Yes. Oh, like a ukulele? Yeah, he used ukulele. He does not show his face. He's a little small guy. Some of you guys might know him. Okay. Um, it has two bad words in it, but I like to just kind of, I either find a different word or I just don't say it, find a way to not say it. Okay. But um, I really like that song. <laughs> Are you able to give us a little bit of a preview? Like I know you what, said you're a little bit. Part? Yeah, you want to do the fast part? Yeah, it's in the, pretty much in the beginning of the song, so I can, I can sing it for them, I guess. Okay, awesome. Let's hear it. Okay, ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Girl, I hope you understand. I wanted to hold your hand, but I can't want you to be your man back then. And you knew I fell for you, but you just broke my heart in two. I was sad, mad, broken on my bed, hoping I got rid of all the voices in my head. I was opening to pack it up, and now I fell out. But I was met with a prescription of a bowl of mail. Later, when I woke up in an hour, when I pulled my own sweat, I said, I swear to God, I'll never even try to see me again. So instead, I took my pen and started writing evidence. When I saw to make a tent to find the eye of each other, I'm almost set. I was going to want to bait you, just pretend. Nicely done, buddy. That's awesome. Thank you. Um, you had to memorize a lot of words there. <laughs> Was yeah. that easy? Um, well, it started <laughs> with one part that I do, then I sing that part, and I just kind of kept going. And but, how, um, how do you memorize those? Like, do you just listen to the song again and again and again? Do you read the lyrics anywhere? Like, how do you I memorize them? I do read them? the lyrics sometimes, but surprisingly, I did not read the lyrics in that one. I just kept going until I heard it, and then I'm just like, okay, and then I just keep singing it with the song, and then once I've done that, I kind of just have it in my head, and I can get the lyrics with it. Oh, that's kind of cool. It's, it's, it's kind of cool, though. There's a, lot, there's a lot of words. So there's a lot going on there. Like, there's a I mean, melody. I don't know if it's as fast. Like, I... Right. I don't have the song in my hands right now. I could get my iPad, but I'm not going to do that. Right. But I think it's it's close enough to demonstrate it. So that song, I mean, there's a lot going on there. Like from a musical perspective, there's uh, there's a melody, and the, and the melody is like the notes. Like, yes. So I would say... Right? Like that yeah. kind of melody. I would say most of his songs are about heartbreak. And yeah, like and you that. said you have experience in some of these songs. So what are you talking about experience and heartbreak? I think I like heartbreak, but I've experienced okay. being mad. I'm not going to bring up any names or anything. Okay, But in Good my idea. years, I've had some bad experiences with relationships and stuff like that. Uh -huh. So I kind of understand, and I the songs kind of relate to me in some way. Okay. But 
I just find most of his songs are kind of like that, which I'm not saying I don't like it. They're they're fun to understand. He just dropped a new song, actually. Okay, what's it called? It's called Stuck of You. Stuck of You. Yeah. Okay, cool. Almost like he's stuck with someone, and he's just like, oh, I wish I could get you out. You're so annoying. I'm tired of having to deal with all these lies and problems. Uh-huh. That's basically what it's about. Okay. Well, take me back now to this concept of heartbreak. You've had a lot of relationship experiences, right? And so yes. relationship doesn't necessarily mean it's a girlfriend, it's a boyfriend, it's a life partner. Yeah. Relationships mean relationships, yeah. people intertwining, right? I'm in a good relationship with you. I like you. <laughs> I love you too. Yeah. Um, so talk to me about some of these heartbreaks. Like, um, I, I I don't want to assume anything, but you've obviously had some hard times then with some people. Yes, I have two friends for two years now, and I'm still dealing with whether I've become not friends with them. I like them. I think they're good friends. Okay. One of them I've known for actually about, like, most of my life, actually. I pretty much grew up with them. Um... But there's another person that I don't don't really talk to at school. She's kind of moved away from that relationship, you know. I'm moving on. It's kind of hard. I do like her. She's one of my best friends. But, you know, you got relationships. I'm sure I'll find a girl one day. So I'm not that worried about it. I have friends. But, yeah, so I have, I've had two friends for two years now. And I don't know how to explain if it's going well or not. We've been in different relationships, you know. There's always one of those days where it's complete i'm just off by myself like just trying to deal with it and not be like hurt them because i like i don't want to hurt them i go i don't get like so mad i'm just kind of mad i just kind of like give myself some time like you're not gonna blow up but like it's still kind of frustrating mm -hmm. but i'd say every once in a while that will happen like we have good times right we have really good times together then those bad times happen just like Ooh, what do I do? Like, I don't know. I'm in the middle of it. So it's what, kind of what hard to do you out. do in those bad times? You call them bad times. What do you do when you feel a certain way? Do you have a strategy or is there something you do to change your mood or do you just sit in that mood? What's your what's your tactic? My strategy is basically just I don't really have a strategy. I just walk away and I'll sit down, try and think about something good. Get back up, see if they want to play or not. If they say no, okay, and then bell will ring, get back to class, and then I kind of just restart after that. Okay. All restart right. my body. Restarting MacBook. <laughs> Except that you're re so you're kind of like a computer. I'll restart it and see if it works better this time around. Yeah. To see how it's going. Maybe I'll reload and I'll get some better data. Yeah, you never know, right? Um, well, that's kind of cool. I uh, I appreciate your strategy, even though you say you don't really have much of a strategy. But what yeah. I do appreciate about it is that, that I'm you still trying. you allow the time to elapse. You allow the time to go by, and it seems to me like you kind of sit. You can't in have that a life emotion. without emotions, like. You no, can't, you, can't you can't have life without emotions. Because that's right. That's like, you know, if I'm crying and I get hurt, you don't know. Maybe you can't see where I got hurt. You have no perspective of what's going on with me. And again, like, I would say if I had the choice to still get hurt and have either no pain in my life or pain in my life, I would, I wish I could pick no pain, but I would have to say pain because if you break your knee, you don't know if you broke your knee. You don't know if you fractured your skull. You don't know if you have to go to the hospital. You don't know the level of what happened. If you had no pain, you mean? Yeah. Ah, I see. So pain is an indicator that's necessary for us to be aware of what's happening in our physical bodies, perhaps? Yes. Ah, I see. Okay. That is um, a really interesting observation. So let's talk about something that's similar to that observation. You're saying that you need to have pain and you would choose to have pain so you're aware of what's happening with your body. Um, I also have this philosophy that you can't know what pure happiness is if you don't know what the opposite of happiness is. Yeah. In other words, if I understand suffering, if I understand pain, then that means, oh, I can feel all what's of the spectrum, good and what's right? Bad. Right. So it's kind of the same thing as physical people, pain, right? Like for poor people that are not good, for them, a great day is when there's just no rain and they don't have to do as much work. That's that's the best day of their life for them. Mm. When they are outside in the desert, poor on the street asking for food for money. Mm. That's so I, I, for them, then a day without 
terrible, the worst terrible day of conditions. Our life would be the best day of their life. Ah, that's interesting perspective. Yeah, like right? let's say, um, like I don't know, when I hurt my knee really badly one day, that would be the best day of their life. Possibly, it's right? One to, of the worst days of uh, my life, but to them, to a poor person, that would be one of the best days of their life. Well, let's let's think about that for and a couple like of seconds. And like a poor person, they would get blind. They would lose a part of their body. They would live. They would choose to live one year to live the life that I have right now. Yeah, that's like that's that's they, interesting. I I would like to go into that for a couple of minutes, and I'd like to ask you a question that would be worth considering. Okay, here's here's the question that would be worth considering. You're saying that your life's pretty awesome. You realize that. Yeah. Compared to somebody who's unfortunate and doesn't have the same things that you do. I guess that's what you're saying. And, and so they would probably love to live your life, right? Like even the worst days of your li- life, that's what you're saying, right? Yeah. Okay, that's so let me, let me ask you this I question. I would like to bring up one thing though quickly. Yes, yes. I don't know who this by, but I've heard this almost like video of... I. I'm assuming it's from Albert Einstein. He's going, would you rather live a great, a short life in a very good way, a loving way, or would you rather live a long life in a miserable way? What would you pick? Obviously a short life. I don't want to live a miserable way. It's a waste of time hmm. to me because if I'm going to have a life, I'm going to make the best of it. Yeah, I'll get really mad sometimes, but I can't just say, I want to die. This is the worst day of my life. Got to enjoy it. You have yeah. to uh, live have to it, right? Experience stuff. it. So l- let me let me ask you something regarding that comment you made about an unfortunate person wanting to live your life. Is it possible? Is it possible at all that here's us over here yeah. living this quote unquote wonderful life, yeah. and here's somebody here who doesn't have the same things and has less than you? living what you deem to be a lesser life, right? Okay. Is it possible that on this side of the equation, there are days that are magnificent? Yeah. Could there be? There are. Are are there days in your life that are magnificent? Yes. Okay. On this side, are there days that are terrible? Yes. On this side, are there days that are terrible? Not really. How do you mean? Well, even if you do get mad, if you get mad... You can just quickly think, like, I don't know how to snap, but all the <laughs> things that you're grateful for, for them, I'm just like, again, like, the worst day of our life would be one of the best days of their On life. On this side of the equation, though, could that person not use the same strategy as you and say, this is what I'm grateful for? Yeah. What I'm, tr- what I'm trying to get at is that I've, I, I haven't, I don't have well, a ton. Well, people still make the best of their life. Well, yeah, I was going to say, I don't have a ton of experience in underprivileged countries. I've been to many. I've seen people living. Um, and I've also heard and in my experience seen people that have a lot less than us who don't own bicycles, who don't have cars, who don't have fancy houses and swimming pools. And I've seen and I've, I've heard, Noah, of people that are extremely happy with their lives and living that kind of life. Oh, I got you. Yeah. I don't know if I'll do this, but there's a guy. They call him Real Life Tarzan. He lives in the forest. He has super long hair. He's never cut his hair. He treats it amazing. It still looks amazing. He lives in the forest. Okay. He doesn't have anything. His life is in pure jungle. Okay. Like he. And what what like about his life? Is it is it just says like is it my beautiful? Name is, is it I don't fun? Know what his name is name is and and he's just like I love my life. I don't care about houses. I like to live in nature. He is a real life Tarzan. No joke. He is complete living in nature. So what what the reason I was asking you that question about, you know, the, the person on this side of the equation and the person on this side of the equation. Yeah. Uh, if you're listening to this podcast, you can't see my hands, but if you're watching the video, then you can. But we're just talking about two different scenarios here. So on the underprivileged side, what I guess what I'm trying to say is I think there are similarities in the emotions that we feel in both locations. Yeah. Like, I think there's a universality, if you know what I mean by that term, universality. Like, it means a commonality. There's, there's, there's a commonness. There's something that we can relate to, um, to other people on this planet, no matter what their situation. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, I understand. Yeah, and I, I, I find that very comforting. I find that it, it gives me a sense of community where I feel connected to people yeah. all over the planet, regardless like, of their situation. Because poor people still enjoy their life. If I was poor, yeah, I'd be pretty sad. If I just went from now to poor, I would be sad. But at some point, I would be grateful that I'm still here. I'm still living. I'm not de- dead yet. I- I'm still here. I'm living. I'm making the best of my last couple seconds of life, which wouldn't happen. But I would still make the best if this was my last day. Even though I would have five more minutes left, I would be like, enjoy your life. This is what you've had. Be grateful for it. I, th- I think you have to be. I think that every day life is more beautiful Life is more fulfilling when we're grateful for it. There's also challenges, it. too. There's the good side and there's the bad side. Yeah, there's always challenges in life, aren't there? I mean, in, in the midst of a beautiful day, like we had a great day today, didn't we? We went walking uh, in the gardens, right? Yeah, it was amazing. We, we had a nature. Right. But it doesn't mean that beyond that are uh, are, are no stresses, right? Yeah. Like, like those exist. And in they... that second, I didn't really have stresses. Correct. Me neither. There's always a stress. Like, let's say... Oh no, let's say like we're going to a birthday party and I don't know like every person there, I'm kind of stressed out. I don't know if I'm going to like everybody. I don't know if they're all going to be my friend, you know? Mm -hmm. There's always a stress of something. Like I'm not stressed, but like, oh, I'm stressed. I'm going to choke since I'm going to drink right now because my throat's dry. Mm. So, but at the same time, you're going to that birthday party and say it's at a trampoline park. You've got tremendous excitement. You're super happy. It's still fun too. But at the same time, right. At the same time, you've got a stress level, right? So stress and happiness, right? I was stressed because you dropped me off and you weren't there. I came in, I was kind of like. So like not like about to cry, but I was a little worried. And then the second I got in there, I'm just like, you were out of my mind. I was just like, I'm having fun. They're gonna pick me up. It's not the end of the world. I'm gonna make the best of this. Right. So yeah. I, I guess the observation I would have to make is that at any given time in life, there are multiple things happening on emotional levels, on physical levels. I, don't you find that interesting? Yeah. I, I find that fascinating. And so it just means, I guess, that you're kind of illustrating a moment where you're going to a trampoline park and you're excited about it, but at the same time you feel a little bit stressed because your parents are dropping you off. Yeah, back and to that feeling so, that you have so, every time they go. And maybe it's about the good side and the bad side. You're excited in part, and the next part is a bit worried. Right, right, I see. Like, I go on a plane, like, I'm so excited to go on a plane. Planes are fun. But also there's that little piece of you that's like, what if we cross? What if something goes wrong? Yeah, I, I guess all of those things exist simultaneously risks. at all times. But right? you don't want to take bad risks. Like, you got to think it through. Like, hmm, I have this tank of gas. Should I blow it up or should I blow it up in a actual place that's safe to? Right, I guess. You know? like, yeah. I wouldn't do that. But, like, part of an example, I don't know why that came up to my mind first, but that's what came up to my mind, so I'll use that as an example. <laughs> okay, all Make right. Make the best of the example, okay? It was good. So interesting. I, I like this thought that we had about simultaneous things happening, um, you know, things happening simultaneously, I guess, and different emotions happening at the same time. It's interesting yeah. because from an intellectual level, like the mind level, we can evaluate that and understand what's going on. And then from a heart level, we can feel like different things at once and switch from one to the next and like just be in different places at once with regard to our emotions, right? Yeah. It's kind of neat. Um, okay, so uh, anything else that, uh, that you find rather interesting that you would like to speak about today? Um, I don't know. I'm grateful for food, nutrients that I get. <laughs> I don't know. Have you got any favorite foods at the moment? Um, well, favorite food that we have right now, um, pomegranate. Yeah, you like the pomegranate, don't you? I love pomegranate. I don't know if you guys love pomegranate, but to me, it's just so good. The seeds aren't the best, but the juice is so good. It's so... When you bite into it, it's, it's so, so great for you also. Too. So explain to everybody what we did before we opened up the pomegranate. Uh, we did a little research, didn't we? Yeah. We watched a little video. Yeah. How, how to do it. Yeah, we wanted to find out if there was an optimal way to open a pomegranate, and we learned that the pomegranate is divided, isn't it? Yeah. Into sections. I actually didn't know. Last time, I just remember it being just a wall of pomegranate, but I mean, 
that was like a long time ago. I hadn't had pomegranate in like two years, so but was, I don't know. It was kind of neat, right? Like you know, if if you really take the time and you observe and you learn, yeah, you you can that. learn a lot about a fruit. Like we learned the way it grows, the way it divides itself inside. Yeah, right? I learned today yep. that we went into a bath. There was some sort of bug. I don't know what it was. I learned that that bug wasn't scary. Oh, in the bath today? There was a bug in the bath? No, but there was some sort of bug. I don't know. Okay. All right. So it wasn't scary to you? No. I, I'm, I'm always learning something. Every second you're learning something. I'm learning that on that paper, it says tight. I'm learning that that paper says and. I'm learning everything the way I see everything. Like, oh, I didn't know that that has, like, I know the way everything is. There's always something that you learn. Like, oh, I didn't know that there's, I don't know how many bricks there are. I'm going to count them. Oh, there's two here. I'm always learning something. Yeah, me like, too. Like, if you really exert something, you're always learning something. You're learning what I'm talking about. You're learning the expression that I'm telling. You're, we're always learning something if you really think about it. I agree. And would you also agree that what we're learning is probably what we're supposed to be learning? And I, I, yeah. I'm not articulating... Everything is meant to be. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not articulating that properly. But what yeah. I mean is that when I interact with you... It's based on my reality. It's based on what yeah. I've built up to become so me and my knowledge. If, if and so I'm taking in. If ahead. you were a different person, yep. you would be telling me different things. We'd be doing a different thing. Maybe we would be at Debco right now and still. Debco's a business. At Debco and not be doing this. Right, right. Like, you could be working at Amazon maybe if you're a different person. I don't know. I'm not in a different life. I'm enjoying the one that I have right so now. So what you learn comes to you based on the experience that you have and that yeah, you've built up, life. right? And so you're, what you're learning um, is, is, is central to you. For instance, as you read that page there and re started to read a couple of words, if you couldn't read, you wouldn't be able to take in that information. The information yeah. really wouldn't exist. Right, but because you can read, the information exists, therefore you can now process the information that's coming into you, right? Yeah. Which is kind of interesting, isn't it? Like, oh cool, I didn't know that says delete. I didn't know there's a U there on the keyboard. So somebody sitting in your position right now, some other person would be learning a whole different set of lessons yeah. than the ones that you're learning right now. And consequently, the ones that I'm learning as well as I speak with you and we learn from one another as we speak and we have this conversation, yeah. right? During this conversation, I don't know how, but sometimes somehow you're making me think of my older um, kindergarten SKJK teacher. Oh yeah, which one? Yeah. Um, Mrs. Berry. Ah yes, you love that teacher. She uh, was talk, a good talk teacher. Talk to me a little bit about why you appreciate her so much. Um, right now, if I had to go back, the first thing that came up to my mind was she's English. Because <laughs> you go to French school. Yeah. Yes, yes, but, yes. Um, I just think she was so fun. She did so much fun stuff with us. She was really, she really was a fun teacher. And um, really was she caring? Was she compassionate? Yeah. Um, all of those things, I suppose. Yeah, she did a lot of stuff for us. Yeah. And and what are some of your fondest memories of um, of that school and that teacher? One of my biggest friends. One of my biggest memories was one of my best friends there. Yep. And another big memory was that first time where I had to do two pages of this, like, to me it was harder. And that was, to me, I thought that was so hard, but I'm also so grateful the fact that we do two pages and basically we just do, like, toys for the rest of the day. Mm. Toys, and then we have this thing called circle time, so we'll talk about something, and then we have, like, snack and then lunch and stuff. But I just think she was really fun. She did so many things. Every year you would have, like, butterflies, and we'd let them go and do, like, a little play. We, we were always doing something. We did so much fun stuff at... Um, Mrs. Berry's school. I still have so much stuff from that school. It's so fun. What are some of the things that you guys would speak about in circle time? Would you speak about different topics or we, different subjects? Sometimes I remember once we used a, um, I always forget that word. You know those things that you put on your heart so you can like hear it like the doctors put a on you? A stethoscope. Yeah, a stethoscope. We used that. And I remember I went up to it and I'm like, everybody, some people heard it, some people didn't. And I'm like, Nope, I don't hear it. <laughs> Uh-oh. You know what that, that means. <laughs> <laughs> Start chest compressions. <laughs>
<laughs> yes, you're right. <laughs> you got to do those pretty quickly if you don't hear a heartbeat, right? But um, I, I remember so much stuff from there. I remember one play. I'm pretty shy. Um, we're doing one thing in our school right now where you can sign up for a play with you want. I personally didn't sign up for it. Hmm. Sadly, I'm just a little bit not there yet very much, but mm -hmm. I didn't sign up. Did you take some of my pomegranate seeds? <laughs> uh, for those of you listening, <laughs> Noah just had some of his pomegranates, pomegranate seeds stolen by his mom, and he, he's noticed this at the moment, <laughs> and it seems like he's willingly uh, sharing. So we were just talking about, remind me? Um, Mrs. Berry? Right, your yeah. favorite teacher. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, she was quite a spectacular so teacher, wasn't she? I remember so much Yeah, she yeah. really was a good teacher. Absolutely. Well, we've been running this podcast for a little while now. I could keep speaking with you for the next hour. I could go yeah. on and on and on about a million different topics. Um, before we close it it's off... It's really hard for him to edit. We're going to have to stop soon. <laughs> I normally don't edit these. Uh, no, you don't, actually. No, there's there's no need to because... All you because... really do is you just put in the little... Oh, you're talking about my theme song, the Almost Enlightened theme song. <laughs> yes, I do put that in, and uh, I will I will get that I done. I feel so bad for the people. You'll probably be putting it on right now, and they just hear so untuned me singing the song. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I think they understand that yeah. you're not putting no, a lot a lot of uh, passion into that song. Yeah. <laughs> um, before we rock and roll here, before we uh, end this podcast episode, is there anything else that you'd like to say to anybody or to me? Or is there any other topic um, that you'd like to address before we call it a day? Just enjoy your life and be grateful, you know? Have a good time. I don't know if some of you are really stressed, having a bad day, but just go with the flow and enjoy it. Awesome. Well, I like that advice. I definitely try and do that a lot more than I've ever done these days. And I find that good things are happening as a result. I find that uh, the family dynamic is beautiful and there's lots of love in our house and in our family. I find that my work is enjoyable. I find that it spills into my health as well and I'm a pretty healthy dude these days. Yeah. Um, I find a lot of good things happening when we try and just find the joy yeah. and eliminate the stress. Mm -hmm. Yeah? Yep. All right, dude. Well, listen, this is going to conclude Life at Seven with my youngest son, Noah Morin. And uh, I want to thank you for being my guest today. I want to thank you for encouraging me to interview you again and yeah. to get this done because it's it's important. It's fun to spend time like this with you. You are very welcome. I will do this tomorrow if you want. I know, <laughs> I know you would. In fact... <laughs> I, I, I almost think that you and I should have a podcast show together. Yeah, we um, And we could interview people, and I would have to think that my questions would be perhaps different than yours yeah. based on who I am and my experience. And we, Again, would, we would get... you're a different person. You talk about different stuff. Well, we would get to learn different <laughs> things yeah. based on our perspectives, right? And the questions we ask would probably allow us to shine the light on different things that we're learning, yeah. right? which would be really interesting. Uh, once again, Noah, thank you for your time. I appreciate it. I love you so much. And sure. it's a real honor to spend time and to interview you. All right. I love you, son. All right. Mm. I love you too, father. Okay, buddy. Uh, goodbye to everybody. And Bye. we will catch you for which episode? Um, Life at 8. Life at 8 <laughs> in 2023. Yep. Uh, so long, everybody. And thanks for joining us. Bye. Uh, we appreciate you. We appreciate you.